welcome to the Practical Manifester Podcast. My name is Jenna Rossiter, and I'm a mindset, manifestation, and self-love coach. If you're ready to let go of what's been holding you back and learn to co-create an amazing life, then I've got you covered. I'll give you real talk, practical tools, and strategies to help you get out of your own way and create a life that you love. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. Today, we're going to talk about how changing your surroundings changes the outcome. Now, we've all felt stuck before, and we've all been in situations where once our circumstances changed, we felt better. But often, our immediate circumstances or what's happening right now in this moment, it feels like it'll last forever, and we forget that we are, in fact, in control of our lives. Now, where I am in southern Canada, it's almost summer, and it has been sunny and warm for the past several weeks. I don't know about you, but every year when the weather finally changes and the days get longer and the weather gets warmer, I start to feel like myself again. I know for a lot of people, especially who live in colder climates or places that don't get a lot of sunshine, it can start to weigh you down. The February blues are a real thing, and it's not uncommon for people to reference this in both themselves and others as an explanation to why they or someone else has been feeling off. It always surprises me that we have such insight about the weather or the time of year and the way that it affects us on such a deep level, but we don't seem to be able to recognize the other environmental factors that are also likely affecting us and just chalk it up to an intrinsic flaw in our personalities or our wiring. What if at our core, we are happy, content, loving, and limitless in our potential? What if the only reason that we don't feel that way in our day-to-day is because we have built this world that puts us in boxes and labels us as capable or incapable and surround ourselves with people who reinforce these beliefs to us continuously? Jim Rohn said that we are the average of the five people we spend most of our time with. Now, I'd like to ask you if you are being honest with yourself to take a look around at your life and is this true? Is this true for you? I really found that this was true for me. These don't have to be people that you choose or people that you willingly spend your time with. I mean, they can be, but it could be your coworkers, could be your customers, it could be your partner, your friends, your family members, your neighbors, your boss. Think about it. If someone were to go to work every day in a place where most of the people feel unfulfilled, underpaid, overworked, and passionless, it wouldn't take very long before the overall morale dragged them down and they had the same outlook on their situation as the rest. I think most of us have seen this firsthand in some situation or another. It doesn't have to be work. It could be a lot of different situations. But generally, when you walk into a room and everyone is happy and bubbly and lively, you, you, you tend to take that on yourself. It gets sort of infectious, right? And before you know it, you find yourself feeling lighter and happier and moving around with a little more bounce in your step. But the same happens in the opposite sense. If you go into a room and everyone is stressed out or miserable or fighting or whatever it is, that leaches into you too. Oftentimes people find this extremely uncomfortable to stay in. And they either leave or they adapt and they join in with the same mentality. This isn't only in places where you go to work, but it's in schools, family units, neighborhoods, social circles, you name it. So if we are in fact the average of the five people we spend most of our time with, then who are you? 
Is this permanent? What happens if you change who these five people are? But here is the real money question. What happens if you yourself begin to actively change the direction of your own thoughts and choose to do things in a way that you haven't done before? If you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with, then they too are the average of the people they spend most of their time with. Have you ever seen someone who was in a bad situation, completely at the mercy of their circumstances and surrounding themselves with people who either enable them or add to the situation negatively? It's an awful place to be in. I feel like on some level, most people have had to deal with a situation like this at one point or another in their lives, either big or small, but not all people will stay stuck here. This could be a toxic workplace, a bad friend, unsupportive parents, an addiction, pretty much anything that puts people in a position where they feel like this is just the way it is and there's nothing to be done about it. I have felt like this in jobs. I have felt like this in relationships. I have felt like this with money troubles, parenting issues. Anytime that you feel like things are out of your control, it's easy to get sucked in. So let's say you're going about your life in the way that you always have, which is coping and reacting and just trying to get by. If the five people you are with the most are people who are also feeling lost in their circumstances and just coping and reacting, then it makes sense that this is likely the only option that feels available to you. We often make excuses for the reasons why we can't do something that would change our situation and why others have been able to do what is unachievable for us. Excuses like they were born into a family with money and I wasn't, or their dad or mom already had connections so getting their foot in the door wasn't hard, or they have a fast metabolism and I don't, or they don't have kids and I do or I don't have a high enough level of education or enough time or whatever it is that's holding you back. If you and everyone you hang out with is repeating these reasons over and over again as to why things will never be better, then there isn't any wonder why things don't ever actually get better. It's like being in eternal winter. It's like going without sun for 12 months of the year. But what happens if you choose different? What happens if you decide that you don't want to be held back by invisible fences and lose the race before you even get a chance to run in it? You can change your circumstances, break free, but how do you do this? Well, I mean, the obvious here is to change who you spend your time with. This is a surefire way to change the input going into that brain of yours and shake things up. But because we attract who we are, not what we want, then it stands to reason that you will unconsciously find replacements for these people that you shed from your life that are alarmingly similar to the ones that you left behind. And then we find ourselves stuck in a loop. These patterns are one that people stay stuck in for their entire lives sometimes. One shitty relationship after another, one asshole boss after another, friend drama, work drama, and on and on and on. Also, sometimes the people in our lives are people that we aren't ready to let go of or we can't let go of. The fear and pain associated with saying goodbye to everyone in your life would stop probably 99% of people 99% of the time. And I get it. I don't want to wake up tomorrow with no one that I care about in my life anymore either. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes there are people that we need to get rid of. But like I said, we are already one fifth that person. So we would just attract a replacement for them before we even realized that they were even remotely similar. So if you can't clean house and get all new friends, 
family, coworkers, what can you do? This is where that money question comes in. What happens if you yourself begin to actively change the direction of your thoughts and choose to do things in a way that you haven't done before? The answer, you change. If you change the way you think, you change the stories that you tell yourself, and you change the emotional state that you spend the majority of your time in, you will be a different person and no longer the sum of these five people. So what happens after that? Well, they change too. If they are, in fact, the average of the five people that they spend their time with, or alternatively, they fall away. This is the natural progression of things. When you are faced with evidence of a reality outside of the one that you are conditioned to believe in, then you either question your thinking and change it accordingly, or you reject it entirely and refocus on what is true for you. You don't actually have any control over this. So whether or not people change with you, change as well as you, or they fall away, is not up to you. And it's something that you're going to have to learn to let go of the reins of all you can control is your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. Okay. That's, that's it. Everything else we let go of. Have you ever outgrown a friend or decided that you'd had enough of a toxic workplace or woke up one day and swore you'd never be controlled again by a partner? This is a shift in your makeup that has caused these things. We only allow them in the first place because we believe on some level that either this is all we deserve or this is all that's possible. I'd be willing to bet that whether you're aware of it or not, something came into your awareness that changed that thinking just enough to get you to take action. Sometimes it's seeing someone else that you can relate to get something that you didn't think was possible or a coworker that you had a close relationship with, leave and find a job that they actually really love, or a childhood friend who you shared a lot of the same circumstances with overcome poverty, or see a couple that are truly in love and support one another. Imagine if this is one of your five people. Imagine how one of them, who you are the average of, could influence what you believe to be true for you and what is possible. Now, imagine if you are that example for one of them. Choosing to change because you are ready to be, feel, and have a different life is a journey. It starts with a decision and a vision, and it's carried out through unwavering faith in yourself and a determination to see it through. This is done on large and small scales. Sometimes just stepping outside and taking a few deep breaths of fresh air is enough to interrupt the pattern. Sometimes just a thought can do it, and sometimes you'll shake up your life completely. And on that journey, some people will stop walking beside you. Sometimes they decide that you're headed in different directions. Sometimes you won't even invite them to come along in the first place, but that's okay. They'll find another person that aligns with where they are and you will pick up new people along the way. It is very possible though, that you will inspire a couple of people to grow and heal in their own lives by being an example to them that it's in fact possible and that they are worth it after all. Surround yourself with people who make you feel like yourself. It's all the shit that isn't meant for us or that we're denying ourselves that causes all the feelings of resistance and pain and displeasure in the first place. So to wrap this up, I'd like you to ask yourself these questions while assuming that you are in fact capable and worthy of whatever it is that you want. Take a deep breath and now ask yourself, What am I most unhappy with in my life? Is there anyone else that I spend my time with that also feels this way? 
Does everyone in the same situation as us, without exception, feel the same way that we do? Is it possible that this belief and this feeling don't actually belong to me? Is it possible to change my surroundings? Now, remember that it doesn't have to be winter forever. You can welcome the spring by changing your surroundings, doing something different, listen to or read something different, meet new people, try new things, ask yourself new questions. As always, I remind you to be super gentle with yourself and ask these things from a place of honest compassion and curiosity, never judgment. I'd love to hear if this helps shed any light on something that you've been struggling with, or if you have anything to add, you can send me a message on Instagram at jenna.practical underscore manifester, or feel free to email me if there's any topic that you'd like me to cover on an episode at hello at generosity.com. I will link both of those in the show notes below. And thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.